Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Insight, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Marl. We start this morning with an interview about a program that's creating a sharing network centered around the arts and creativity. Students and neighbors live together in intentional communities rooted in storytelling and sharing. If you go to this website, Second Story Collective, you read this. Imagine a place where people of different races, religions, genders, sexualities, and cultures can live and create together. A place where we can support each other, love each other, recognize ourselves in each other, where we can be a part of something bigger, make something bigger than ourselves just by being Ourselves, the Second Story Collective, is a collaborative venture of Drexel's Writer's Room, a collective of artists, activists, architects, and West Philadelphia residents. United by a vision, shared living space and shared stories can create a foundation for meaningful cohabitation. So we're going to explore what that all means with some folks with the Second Story Collective, Victoria Huggins Purifoy, Community Engagement Liaison, Devin Welsh, he's a student engagement liaison, and Rachel Wenrick, who's founding director of this organization and the Writers' Room. So thank you all for joining us here today. Rachel, let's begin with you. Tell us about the Second Story Collective. Second Story Collective is a group of people ages 18 to 80s and up who really believe that we can contribute to something bigger and we can solve one of our our communities and our and our country's largest problems um, with creativity and, and respect and, and actually love. And you're doing that in some very unique ways. So often as a society, we live in these silos. Young people hang with young people. Our elders hang with elders. And sometimes there's no cross-cultural and cross-generational contact. But that's not what this organization is all about. It's about creating those connections. Uh, Victoria, tell us about your involvement with the Second Story Collective. My original involvement came as a member of Writers Room. I'm one of the founding members of Writers Room. And we had a uh, member of our group who lost her home because of uh, gentrification. And so the idea and the concept came up, well, you know, maybe we can have seniors like myself and a student like Devin was <laughs> and bring them together and co-living in a co-living situation. So my involvement started with Writer's Room and the whole community of Writer's Room, and it just kind of filtered over into Second Story Collect. Let's talk about co-living. Devin, tell us what that means exactly. Yeah, it's really coming together. Like Victoria said, uh, an elder and a young person really sharing in an exchange where both have really rich things to offer when it comes to creative capital, um, but also just company and, and understanding. So finding a way to help folks age in place 
where folks who are sharing the home can assist with things like uh, running errands or even folks with younger kids helping to get dinner started or take care of, of homework needs with the little ones. So really, it's it's all about bringing two folks together or bringing a number of folks together and meeting whatever needs that, that we might have. So you're living together. You have uh, diversity in ages, living together and working together and, and sort of supporting each other, which is awesome. Yeah. Now, Rachel, this program is really beginning to create a solution to a problem that exists in the neighborhood in which you you live, which is in around the Drexel University area, which has been really hit with gentrification. So a lot of folks who have lived in the area for many years are starting to be not able to afford to live in those homes. And also the students are having the same challenges of not being able to afford the rents there. So let's talk about the next step. You you have this writer's room that brings all of these different and diverse people together with writing projects as well. But you also have a housing component. The co-living part is, is one step in this process, but you're expanding it to something even larger. Tell us more about that, Rachel. So we're actually doing this interview right now from um, from Ross Commons, which is a building at the corner of 34th and Powelton. So that's our that's our anchor spot for this um, co-living network that we're building. And this is where we do a lot of our um, arts programming, our, and all of our arts programming is intergenerational. That is the core of what we do, um, and that's how we cohere our diverse intergenerational community. And then we're building out from there. So so next year in 2023, we'll be piloting our first two home. So we'll be looking to identify our first two homeowners uh, living in the Mantua neighborhood. And we have funding from the Barra Foundation and the State Department of Community and Economic Development to actually provide home repairs for those homeowners so that they can, um, so that it's a more age-friendly environment, um, Mm -hmm. safe and healthy environment for for them as well as for a home sharer. So we're moving into that phase. And then in 2024, we're working with Lomax Real Estate Partners at Village Square on Haverford on the construction of 18 homes. And our goal with Lomax Real Estate is to transition families from rentals to home ownership through this co-living model. So Victoria, what has been the impact of being a part of this this collaborative? When Rachel first approached me, and, well, I approached her because I told her I was looking for a part-time job. And one day she just said, I got the exact job for you. And I said, excuse me? She said, (laughs) you know, she, you know, she talked about me being open and being able to relate to people. And so one thing I'm looking forward to is meeting with senior groups in this area to talk to them about the program and, you know, add the arts component to it. So, for example, I might go into a meeting and, and with before starting to talk about the whole program, say, well, I'd like you to write something. I have a prompt for you. You know, I'll just come up with something mm-hmm. and just to, as a, as an icebreaker and then talk about the fact that, you know, cause ask how many people live in their homes now alone and would might consider mm-hmm. uh, having someone like a student live with them in their home. They would be able to get I don't want to call it rent, but maybe a stipend for allowing that student to live with them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that just the idea of being able to talk to people about the whole idea and the whole concept 
of what um, Second Story Collective is about is something that I'm definitely involved in, but I'm looking forward to doing. Can, can I ask a follow up? Yeah, please. So um, Lo asked you, you know, what you what you got out of of being part of this, and I and I think that's a question that other seniors or seasoned folks might have for you know for you, which is like, well, why should I why should I be involved with this? Oh well, why oh well why wouldn't you want to be involved? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it this way: if you selected for this program. Then we will come in and if, and you know assess your home to see whether or not there are repairs that we can do with for you to get you prepared to allow someone to live in your home. You benefit because you got company now. You didn't have company before. Mm-hmm. You have opportunity to sit down sometimes and talk with that young person because a lot of young people don't have grandparents around. Okay, and if they could share their experiences, because I'm I'm around a lot of young people all the time, and some of the things they tell me, I'm like, "Why get out of here?" (laughs) 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 Um, And they tell me with confidence, and with you know, and sometimes the things they tell me are confidential, and I you know I appreciate that. So me as an as a senior, if I were to be in this program. I could see the benefits in a lot of different ways, aside from the money, you know, aside from, from gaining a little extra change in my pocket. I could see the fact that, you know, maybe sometimes me and this this rumor can go to the market together or maybe we can, you know, do other things together where it's not just them staying in the room and I'm, I'm locked in this room. And I, it's not about this. Like to some degree, it's like this is your home, too. Now, I'm sure there will be parameters because a homeowner is allowed to have some parameters, but I just think that there's a lot of pluses, pluses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Devin, you know, I think that Victoria makes a really good point, right? You're not just a tenant. You're really having a, a relationship with the people that you're you're with, right? So tell us what it's been like for you from your perspective. Ms. Victoria and I started this job uh, at the same time, so we're partners in engagement, and so uh, I've got to spend a lot of time with Victoria here at the house. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll be working and, and getting stuff done, or but a lot of times we'll find each other. You know, I've known Miss Victoria. She welcomed me into Writer's Room back in 2016 when I was a freshman. So I've known her for a while, but even just in working with her for the last couple of months, I've learned so much more about who she is as a person. I've learned more about her family, and I feel even more comfortable going to her and and asking for advice. At this stage of my life, there's a lot of things that are still very unknown for me. And so having a network of people who I know are looking out for me, who see me as a complete person, not just as that old Drexel student who, who comes around sometimes, but there's something really special about the connection that we've been able to build. And, you know, I get to, to meet her grandkids and, you know, spend time with them. And so thinking about if, if we were sharing a home, there are times she's, you know, finishing up her degree. She's got to get work done. I have no problem occupying the little ones. So it's it's been a real pleasure to get to share in this relationship. And I think for for other people my age, it might seem unconventional. But what I've learned in being part of Writer's Room is on the surface, the generational gap is apparent. But the more time you spend with somebody, the differences 
kind of fade away. Mm. You know, there's a lot more that we have in common than is different. So it's it's been a real pleasure to to, to make those connections. Mm, that's very cool. It seems as though this program really serves to address so many different points, one of which is the social isolation that a lot of us live in this society. And particularly when, as you're aging, us women tend to live longer than the guys. And so it's not unusual for women to find out that they've outlived a lot of the people in their network. We know that in order to live a, a long, healthy life, with mental and physical well-being, having strong social networks is absolutely critical. And certainly having a stable housing situation is critical for anybody, no matter what your age is. Rachel, if people want to know more about the Second Story Collective and also about the Writers' Room, because you have a lot of really cool programs that allow this intergenerational interaction around writing and the arts. How do we find out more about everything that you're doing? So all of our programming is free. Everything we do is free and open to all. And so folks can find out about our programming from our website, which is writersroomdrexel.org. And we have a calendar on there. Folks can also email and follow us on Instagram. And on, oh my gosh, Devin, you have our social media. This is such a generational thing. I'm like, give, give, give the socials. Yeah, hit it, Devin. <laughs> Yeah, we're at Instagram at Writers Room Drexel, and we're also on Facebook. And Lo, you'll be glad to hear we're actually going to join TikTok. Ooh, yeah, you're joining me on TikTok. Very good. <laughs> yes. You are an innovator. We're just trying to catch yeah. up with you. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, this is great. And and I just have to mention on a, a side note that we all met because of Philadelphia 250, which is this vast program to mark the sesquicentennial centennial of the <laughs> say that five times real fast of the nation and there are all these fantastic projects that have come out of it and grants that are being uh, given to various nonprofits and relationships that are connecting and we connected through this program and uh, and I'm I've been so very impressed with the program and what you're doing because again it really addresses so many of the things that really make would make a, a much richer life for for all of us, that intergenerational connection, that stable housing, that creativity that you're promoting. And just again, you know, just people talking to each other. We, we often talk these days about how we talk past each other. And this is a program that's really about having people see each other and hear each other. Any final words for all three of you? Yes, Victoria. Coming into this program, I had the experience that we're offering now with Second Story Collective. And by that, I mean, I, you know, have a daughter and her five children who live with me. And it's definitely intergenerational. You know, I have a college student and I have little ones. And so that socialization part of it is like really, really critical. And I, I told my daughter, I know she wants to get her own home. But I said, you know what? Don't be in a hurry. Take your time before you jump out in there and do that. Because that door right there does not revolve. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but if I were in my home alone, I would want to and welcome this kind of program. I'd be excited to be a part of it, find out what it's all about and get my name on, on the book. You know, I will say too that you know, you might hear writer's room and think that's not for me, right? I'm not a writer. And mm -hmm. the thing is that we very much 
believe that, you know, everyone is a writer. If you write a grocery list, you're a writer. If you send a text, you're a writer. You may say that you're not a writer, but if we ask you, do you have a story to tell? Everyone always says yeah. yes. Yes. And that's that's really the thing is that this is story sharing as a way of home sharing, as a way of, you know, connection and community. And just a quick shout out to Philadelphia 250. We were so honored to be part of the semifinalist cohort. We met amazing, amazing people through that. And it was a really, really wonderful experience. And yeah, it was fantastic. And I'm so glad that we were connected to you through it. Yeah. And Devin, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I just to Rachel's point, I know writing, having worked in in high schools, writing can can scare a lot of people. But when you come and you join us for a workshop and you're just in that room, there's a special feeling that you get as people start to to share their stories and you get to really see people through the the information and, and the, the passion that they're sharing when they're at these bookshops. And it's just a special feeling. There's there's nothing like it. I'm proud to be a part of it. And I would love to, to invite anybody else in. Well, that's wonderful. And once again, Rachel, what is the website for more information? It's writersroomdrexel.org and secondstorycollective.org. Great. Well, thank you so much, all of you. Rachel Wenrick, founding director of the Writers Room and the Second Story Collective, Victoria Huggins Purifoy, who is a community engagement liaison, Devin Welsh, student engagement liaison with this program. Uh, they're co-living and they're co-creating And it's a pretty cool thing. Imagine a place where different races, religions, genders, sexualities, and cultures can live and create together. Well, it's happening right now in Mantua. Thank you so much. We'll have more insight after these messages. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.